Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, we're almost at 10,000 subscribers for my new channel, Theories Tales. I love that you guys are enjoying it. Please help me reach 10,000 before the end of the year. We would be honored if you would join us. All right, so let's talk about something a little bit today, and that is a show that I was anticipating the most, which was The Acolyte, a few years ago. You can go back to streams, it's recorded, it's there in stone. I was the most excited for Acolyte. Then information started to come out with Leslie Headland. She said some things that were quite contradictory to my beliefs with Star Wars, to a lot of your guys' beliefs with Star Wars in general, and George Lucas. And we all know what those were. If you want to check it out, you can see previous videos on it. Just type in Leslie Headland or Acolyte or whatever you want, George Lucas. Now, my concern with the Acolyte... Well, let's, let's first start by saying the rumors for the Acolyte to me are extremely interesting. The rumors and leaks, potential spoilers, not sure if these are even true. But the potential leaks are, there's a village. This is set 200 years before Episode One: The Phantom Menace. The premise is essentially about the uprising of the Sith or how they are remaining in the shadows away from the knowledge of the Jedi. And there's this village which has these raiders that come in and destroy the people, the inhabitants in the village every so often years. So the Jedi come to the village and they're looking for this Force-sensitive child. So they make a pact with the village that if they get this child that is Force-sensitive, then they will protect the village from these raiders who come around every so often. The raiders come, the Jedi are nowhere to be found, they don't ab abide by their plan, that their deal that they had with them. They don't save the village, the village burns, dies, the raiders take everything. There's one survivor, and it's the sister of the Force-sensitive child that the Jedi originally took, in which they made this pact with the village. That sister ends up joining the Sith, who come to the village and investigate, or look around, or something like that. There's like some silver-haired Sith that comes in, and Darksider, and he sees the child, and the child is very angry, she hates the Jedi for not abiding by their pact, and saving her family, saving the village. So she vows to want to kill them, destroy them, and she hates them. And the Jedi, or the Sith, use this to their advantage. They train the child, and so on and so forth. And it's kind of like this yin and yang, almost, of the same family. You know, brother and sister, or it's sister and sister. Not too sure. It's probably sister and sister. So it seems like an interesting premise. Definitely looking forward to it. Now, my problem, my fear with the show, is that it goes back in time 200 years, right? And it's focusing on the uprising of the Sith, how the Sith remained in the shadows. And I say uprising even though they're in the shadows because eventually they do conquer the Jedi with Palpatine, Maul, Dooku, and Anakin. So how did they do this? They had to have remained in the shadows at some point from Bane to the fall of the Empire, essentially. So we know from the Plagueis novel, which is Legends, and they have no guarantee to follow any of this Legend stuff. Would be nice if they did. But we know that Plagueis was Palpatine's master. We know that Tenebris was Plagueis's master. And even Tenebris had a master too. These are all outlined and discussed briefly in the novel Darth Plagueis, which is a fantastic book, in my opinion, probably the best Star Wars book that was ever written. Just the most compelling, most interesting characters, and it's a non-stop action-packed read the whole way through. 
Okay, so, what are they going to do with those guys? What are they going to do with those characters? Anything they do in this show can absolutely tarnish, destroy, erase, delete, subdue, insult, or put down Plagueis and the people who came before, the masters who came before him. So if Tenebris and Plagueis and people like them are not going to be in this show, then I'm going to be pretty confused as to who these Sith are and how they eventually change into well, Palpatine's lineage, because it all eventually trickles down to Palpatine. And that's what we have to be very aware of. Now, are these sort of stragglers that just kind of come in and out of the story? Obviously, they're made up after George Lucas's time of owning Star Wars, so hopefully it makes sense. That's all I care about. You know, if we have storytellers that are taking what George did, the Legends novels, and then tying into that, cool. But what I feel like they do a lot of is that they create their own thing and they just completely bypass, completely the other way, completely bypass what George or what the Legends guys have made and not even connecting or tying or anything like that. Maybe they don't want to touch it, but it undermines it, right? So how are we going to get to the rise of the Sith, which is with Palpatine, if we don't acknowledge the guys that came before him, which is what this show is supposed to do? However, how are you going to do that if you're not acknowledging Plagueis and his master and his master and his master? So, all of these guys eventually have to be connected to Plagueis, to Palpatine. Plagueis is canon. You know about this in Revenge of the Sith. Even if you don't want to see the Darth Plagueis novel as canon, which I see it in my mind as canon, then, you know, you have to at least acknowledge that Palpatine did mention him. Unless you want to go under the guise of Palpatine was completely fibbing and making up some random crappy story for Anakin just to lure him to the dark side, right? And that's possible too, but... So, what do we do from here? Well, the show will come out, and I hope that it really does have some sort of a tie-in to the Sith that came before Plagueis. Now, Plagueis is very ancient, and 200 years, if it is 200 years, if it's not 400 years, 200, because this is at the end of the High Republic. The end of the High Republic is, I think, just 200 years before Episode One. So, in this 200-year gap, we still will have Palpatine being born. Right? He is born far before the Phantom Menace. And the Phantom Menace, he's already, I think, like 40 years old or something like that. 50 years old. So, even older. He's 60 years old. The actor was young. Ian McDermott was younger. So, the problem is, how are we going to tie in these Sith Lords that came before Palpatine, who are still within this 200-year time period that they're now going to be dissecting and divulging in? That is my main concern. Again, the typical Star Wars watcher, the new guy that's... Oh, the Mandalorian's cool because of Baby Yoda. Whatever. Those guys. They won't even miss a beat. They won't even know what the heck's going on. They won't care because it's all new and fresh and exciting to them. And so they're into it. But the guys like us who have been fans for whatever, 30, 40, 50, whatever years, we're going to kind of be like, okay, so what does that mean for Plagueis? What does that mean for Tenebris? What does that mean for the, all the guys before that? It just kind of makes you wonder, right? So you want to make sure that everything is sort of tying in because this is extremely important, it will eventually tie into Palpatine, and we want to know how is it going to tie into Palpatine, how is it going to tie into Plagueis. That's my main concern. That's probably my only concern, really, for that show. Um, everything else will be, I guess, self-explanatory, and we'll see how it develops, and the character development happens, and, you know, is it going to be... Well, I guess we'll see, right? But I'm curious to find that out the most. So, as for the release schedule, I have no idea, dude. No, no clue. We have four shows coming in... 2024, which I'm looking forward to, but don't know the dates as of yet, which is unfortunate, but maybe we will soon, hopefully in the new year. Thanks for watching this video. Let me know if you have any concerns or excitement or you just don't really care about the Acolyte. 
Let me know what your thoughts are. I personally am very excited for it. However, I just hope that it's going to be good. And I hope that it doesn't undermine Palpatine or Plagueis or Tenebris or any of those guys at all. That's it. May the Force be with you. Have a fantastic rest of your day.